Good morning, everyone. A funny Florida story this morning. Um, clear sky. I usually set up on the on the other side, and uh, it started raining a little bit, and uh, then it really started raining. Luckily, my laptop was closed, so we had to had to do the we had to do the morning sprint and bring the computer in here. Doctor Stillman should be should be joining me shortly. Um, this is a, a really interesting topic. Yesterday actually was Dr. Stillman's birthday. And so we uh, actually had planned a day where we were going to go to a cold spring here, Northwest by Dunedin. And um, you'll probably hear my dog Rommel chewing on his Kong in the background. The joys of doing shows outside. We were going to go up to a cold springs, but then we got rained out. So we ended up going South and hanging out at the beach. We had a really good day. So you'll have to wish Dr. Stillman a happy belated birthday. I shared um, a video on my Instagram yesterday, and there's a link in, in the description, and I, I can even um, I can even pull up the link here and share it in the chat. Good morning, Doctor. Good morning, Jim. How are you? I'm good. I'm just sharing a link that is going to be the basis of our discussion. Oh, uh, from what are we Instagram. talking about? We are talking about the quote. The quote is from Socrates, so you'll, you'll really like that. I love Socrates. Yes. So the quote is, beware of the barrenness of a busy life. Socrates said that? Yes, he did. I had no idea. I thought that was in the Bible. It probably is, too. It's probably in Psalms or in Proverbs somewhere. Probably. And, and the, the whole gist of this, um, and, and, and to, to provide some context, we're, we're not at all against hard work. Okay. And we understand, as Stan Efferding said on a recent interview, uh, where basically he um, was being asked because Stan's been very successful in business. He's been very successful pro bodybuilding as well as high level powerlifting. And he coaches a lot of lead athletes. And he's like, you cannot be exceptional at everything, right? So there's going to be sacrifices. The problem is, is, and I've fallen into this trap, is when you use busyness as a coping mechanism, um, you use busyness as a coping mechanism to the point that relaxing becomes uncomfortable. So you literally can't relax because you've got some things in your under the radar, whether emotional, spiritual uh, relationship wise that you don't want to deal with. So instead of dealing with the, 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 the crap in your closet, you're going to double down on your sport. You're going to double down on exercise. You're going to double down on your business. Um, and that works okay, fine, until you start, you know, a lot of the people we run into, they've been trained, they've been going real hard for a long time. Yeah. And then they hit a wall. So, and I think know, one of the biggest pieces of this is that it's supposed to be a season of your life. Correct. People have this loss of sense of proportion. Many of them grow up in families where everyone is busy all of the time. Everyone is stressed all of the time. No one ever relaxes. Much of the time, we find that that has to do with abuse, trauma, neglect, things like that. Even you know, mild uh, cases and forms of this. I'm not talking about anything that it has to be necessarily horrific or graphic. Um, but what we we find is that once people, uh, when they've been running for too long and too hard, eventually there's no way for us to give them. Uh, enough supplements, enough dietary changes, enough hacks, enough this, that, the other thing to get them 
well or to continue having them perform at the same level. And so the only solution then is rest. Yeah, and it's really hard for people to do with that because I, I, I dealt with this when I got colitis around 2010. I literally could not rest. I mean, it made me feel so uncomfortable. It took me about six months to a year to actually learn how to relax because I was so used to being, and this happens to people in special forces. This happens to people, you know, in emergency room jobs where they're, they're so used to trauma and, and, and stuff going on that, you know, high, high threshold type environments that that becomes their new normal. And then learning how to relax is really uncomfortable. And it takes a lot of work and a lot of time to learn how to do that. And there's things you can do like the float tank and neurofeedback, EMDR therapy, you know, do it, you know, going for walks in nature kind of does that naturally. But, you know, with, with the mindset that most of these people are in that are the super high achievers, and, and we're dealing with this a, a little bit now with a few people, is they can't accept the fact that there's nothing they can do. Well, I just do this. If I just take this supplement or I just do that or I just do that, it's a matter of letting go and accepting where you are and completely relaxing. Uh, they always think there's something they can do to improve the, the outcome because before in their business and everything else, the more work they did, the better results they got. And sometimes it's just a matter of, hey, we got to shut it down for a little while, right? Right. And this is one reason why I like to get labs because you'll often see the exhaustion in the labs and you'll be able to help the person understand why it's a priority now for them to actually stop running, stop working so hard, start relaxing, start putting time into self-care, which is part of, you know, like I said before, life has seasons. And one of the things about these, these seasons is that, you know, being young is a season being, you know, early life, young adult is a season being middle-aged is a season. All these things are seasons. People will take the strategy that they live their young adult life with or their childhood with, and they'll extrapolate that, or they'll continue that into stages of life where they're supposed to be slowing down, relaxing and winding back. The labs will often show us this and they're helpful for people to understand, okay, this is not just that really the, um, the urgency or the significance of the problem. So for example, one of the labs I like checking the most that we check in the annual plans that we offer is the high sensitivity CRP. And one of the reasons why I include it in almost every lab draw, and I shouldn't say almost every lab draw, but I, I check it frequently, is that it's the number one indicator for inflammation in the body. It's the most sensitive. It predicts your, uh, it's the best predictor we have, uh, arguably, of your uh, next five to 10 years risk for cardiovascular events, heart attacks, strokes, et cetera. And because of that, it's a really helpful marker that we can use to help people understand, okay, how important is it for you to slow down and rest and relax and change your diet and your lifestyle and all these other things. And so many different factors go into creating abnormalities in the high sensitivity CRP. I won't get into that here, but I like it because the, we can then trend it. You know, we can see if it's coming down with the changes that we've made. And if you have a high sensitivity CRP that's elevated, among other labs that I look at, it's really a sign that it's not just a matter of opinion that you need to slow down, relax, rest, and nourish your body. It's a fact. It has to happen. Otherwise, you're really headed for a bad place. Well, and also that's why we love the Aura Ring because it's a tracker that you can wear in airplane mode mm -hmm. um, that actually shows data. And, you know, when you have a really high respiratory rate and your HRV sucks, like you can tell us you feel great, but the data 
tells us a different story, right? And you can't fake right. you can't fake that data. You can't fake respiratory rate. You can't fake HRV. Those things are or grip like grip strength. You know, you're testing your grip strength every day. You can't fake well, you could fake grip grip strength, but mm-hmm. um, you'd have to be very disingenuous to do that. But why would you want people when they get stuck in this loop, they don't actually realize how how bad they're stuck until they you know completely bottom out you know and and a lot of this is about we try to teach people like okay you understand for the next six weeks you got to work really hard so you need to like you need to plan into your life and a lot of things things pop up out of nowhere right but it's might it's might be as like right now we're really focusing on our business and, and building the business but it's this matter of like taking a five minute movement break taking a 10 minute break to go for a walk you know, taking a half an hour to go lay out by the pool. You know, these are all things you can build into your daily life when you're when you're basically, you know, not on a call, your mouth is closed, you're breathing through your nose as quiet as you can. You know, I use a reset, I go round over a stability ball. So like adding all these little things, making sure you've got, you know, good nutrition. If you know you're gonna be busy, maybe you order your food from a food service for four to six weeks so you don't have to, you know, during that time instead of cooking and prepping. There's other things you can do. You can go lay in your hammock for five, 10 minutes. So we're not telling you to be a mon- like a monk, but you've got to start thinking like, oh, I'm going to be busy for the next four to six weeks. I need to plan into my life, you know, a, a break from that, right? Just like a professional athlete has an on season, they have an off season, they have spring training that they get in shape to play the sport. Right. You know? So all these things you need to start thinking about. And, and, uh, you know, if you take the concept for a guy like Charlie Francis, high, low, or Paul check work in, so you can work out, you know, if you've been busting your butt real hard, you take a day where you do half the work, you know, or you take a day like we did yesterday or your birthday, where we, we do one call in a day, you know, mm-hmm. so that, that has to be worked into, uh, into life. And then also realizing like, the, the silence and slowing down and all those things that are going to bubble to the surface when you're quiet, you, you want to deal with them as soon as possible. You want to watch them. You want to accept them. You want to figure out who you need to forgive or what you need to deal with. Because the, the more you push that crap into the closet, one day that closet's going to spill open. And it's it's much easier to like empty the closet as it fills up as opposed to like the closet is stuffed to the ceiling and then the doors break off the hinges because there's so much stuff in it. That's right. And that's what happens to a lot of people, right? We've seen that over and over again. And then the the real challenge is, okay, you have all of this backlog of emotional um, uh, energy, if you want to call it that, that has to be dealt with, gotten rid of, um, leased, however you want to call it. That doesn't happen overnight. It is a very, very, you know, gradual process. It's like deferred maintenance. The last thing you want to do is be re, you know, uh, re-engineering a car or a house because you just deferred the maintenance year after year, month after month, season after season. Yeah. And a lot of people will become, (laughs) you know, addicted or their drugs will become things that society deems as healthy, like, you know, exercise, you know, uh, becoming a really high achiever. And those things are all great but they can be destructive, just as destructive as cutting yourself, um, you know, uh, as using illicit drugs. So, you know, like for me, sports was my way of managing my dysfunction and it was probably better than some of the other ways, but eventually that becomes a problem as well. So yeah, we have a couple things coming up on Saturday. We have a testosterone webinar. We do. Um, 
we do. And, and we also have our fundamentals of wellness course that we run all the time where you can give, go through our fundamentals of wellness. You can also uh, get coaching from us on a monthly basis. Uh, so the, the, the link to the testosterone webinar is below here. You can check it out. It's also on both of our link trees. Yep. Um, as you can imagine, since we are sharing um, information that is not uh, what I would say conducive to the narrative, so to speak, we would appreciate it if you shared and liked this and left a comment, because obviously we are not going to be at the top of the YouTube uh, slash Instagram algorithm. algorithm. If you could share this and like this, we did a great video with uh, with Meredith Oak um, on um, uh, the RFK, uh, you know, blood brain barrier, Wi-Fi stuff that Joe Rogan talked about. Dr. Stillman did a really good thing on the thyroid. That's all in our podcast. Iodine. Or iodine. Thank you. My apologies. Um, so our podcast, if you go to his YouTube channel, my YouTube channel, all the all the podcasts are in one location. We also have um, our podcast is on Spotify, it's on Google, it's on Apple, so you can check those out there. And this is uh, a little heads up, Dr. Stillman's book in the near future will be available on Audible. Yes, it will be, soon enough. Soon enough. So check out our webinar this weekend on testosterone. We're giving away, really a, but we're going to be giving away a, a female wellness hormone course. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys here. Tomorrow, Dr. Stillman, what is it like to finally be 25 years old? You're so funny. You'll, 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 you'll love the fact that you look as young as you do right now when you're my age. Uh-huh. I know. So enjoy it. I am. Don't worry. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you here tomorrow. And uh, thanks for stopping by. Take care, everyone. Have a great day.